FM. This is the Found Round Sound Show. Remember, one hour from now, it'll be watching movie with Spiegelman and Carl. So get ready. Also, remember to check out the other shows. Gates of Delirium Wednesday, 6 to 8. Bug House Square. Tuesday, 6 to 8. Claudia and the Loaf. Tuesdays, 8 to 10. Get that shit in your ear, man. up and down in the crib in time to some music? When you think of it, some of that baby's first messages from his or her parents may have been lullabies, or at least the music of their speaking voices. All of us have had the experience of hearing a tune from childhood 
and having that melody evoke a memory or a feeling. The music we hear early on tends to stay with us all our lives.
Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing. Most of us, I believe, admire strength. It's something we tend to respect in others, desire for ourselves, and wish for our children. Sometimes, though, I wonder if we confuse strength with other words, like aggression and even violence. Real strength is neither male nor female, but it is quite simply, quite simply, one of the finest characteristics that any human being can possess.
and she held the little rabbit close in her arms and flew with him into the wood.
house by the sea. The orders were fine, but I choked on my wine when I learned that the main course was me. Solitude is different from loneliness, and it doesn't have to be a lonely kind of thing.
Something now they're going, yeah, I'll check out a movie. But it'll take a black one to move me. Folks, if you're listening live, this is uh, Carlito Santana. This is the Found Round Sound Show, Mutiny Radio. FM coming up is uh, like usual on every good Sundays. Watching a movie with Carl and Mike Spiegelman. and holes, many intelligent black men seem to look uncivilized when on the screen, like I guess I figure you to play some jigaboo on the plantation, what else can a nigga do, and black women in this profession, as for playing a lawyer, out of the question, for what they played, and your mama is the perfect term, even if now she got a perm, so let's make our own movies like Spike Lee, cause the roles being offered don't strike me, there's nothing that the black man could use to earn, burn Hollywood, burn.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Distinguished guests, welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi. Welcome, stinky guests. Welcome, 2022. I almost, I was singing the theme song. Did you hear that? The no. name of the title. I said, let's watch a. Let's watch a. Oh, full -length movie yeah. On From your catchy theme song. Mike. We are. Oh, please say my name, no problem. We are on Mutiny Radio right now, as we are every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mutiny Radio, it's an internet radio. Uh, there was pirates, and there was a mutiny, and then it's internet radio. So go to mutinyradio.fm, and you'll find us. We'll find many other shows. You can live stream what's broadcasting, and there's a donation button. You could go to pa Patreon. Or we like to go to Venmo and donate money at Mutiny Radio. There's a reason why we're here every week. If you want to listen to us as a podcast, well, that acronym up front is what you search for, LWF. Oh, Carl, do it for me. <laughs> L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I like that theme song. Too. Oh, my favorite was the original, too. Let's watch. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you can go to my newly revived uh, LuggageTuesdays.com website, and if you scroll down six sites, you'll see uh, six uh, posts. You'll see all of uh, Carl's songs on SoundCloud. Uh, which, yeah, actually, I'm, uh, if you go to SoundCloud at Spiegelmania, I have all of Carl's songs. Is that great, Carl? You did the hard work, and I just posted them on SoundCloud with my name on them. <laughs> it says funny. Carl on it. I said Carl. People be like, "Oh, right, Carl." Oh, the from New Jersey, right? Right. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, so that's. I would also recommend going to our YouTube channel at L W A F L M O Y T. Super it. strong. So, as you could tell from the acronym and the title of our catchy sing-songish uh, podcast title, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube in its entirety in real time with you as you watch it and listen to our podcast. Carl, what's the movie we're watching this week? This week we will watch Wild in the Streets, 1968. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Wild in the Streets, 1968. The channel we like is weird, okay? It's but <laughs> Carl. It's Anselmo Oimira. Anselmo oh. Oimira. So if you find a channel that looks resembles that, you're at the right place. Well, we want you to go ahead and do it. You'll find it the moment you type in Wild in the Streets, 1968. And once you find it with uh, 
that channel, which I don't have in front of me. Uh, go ahead, click the link, hit pause. And Oimira. Move the uh, timer bar to the left and just hit wait for our countdown. Now, <laughs> it's a lot of work, right? But we're going to give you some time because our celebrity comedian countdown is coming right up with a great comedian that Carl knows from the great state, the Garden <laughs> State. <laughs> yes, New Jersey. Uh, Chris Cuomo's own. Will you please? No, not Chris Cuomo, the other guy. Remember when we saw the other guy when he, he, he uh, said he was not going to run for president? And we're like... Yeah. Now he's gonna say Trump's an ass. He's like, I'm I'm behind Trump. And we're like, what? <laughs> we're at a diner. All right. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's Carl with our comedian celebrity countdown to get us ready for the movie and meet a comic from New Jersey. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown. This time with Chris Monty. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. What a thank you. Everybody, sit down. Thank you for standing ovation. Now, we first met at Scotty's Pub in Comedy Cove, and we're going back a ways. You were just there uh, in December. I love that little club, and I think you do, too. I do, actually. No, I actually know Gene and L'Oreal, the uh, the owners of the restaurant and club. I know them for many years before the Comedy Cove existed. I met them uh, down in Wildwood, New Jersey, uh -huh. uh, probably 20 years ago. They used to come down on a vacation, and for some reason, they always came down the week I was working this little club called the Casbah Comedy Club down in Wildwood. Uh -huh. And every year, they'd stop and have a drink after the show with me and say they, they love seeing me. And then a couple years later, um, Gene reached out to me and said, hey, we're opening a, a comedy club at, at the restaurant, and we'd love to have you. And I think I was one of the first uh, comedians that he had hired when he, when he just started that club. Absolutely. Who knew he'd become a booker? You didn't know who you were drinking with at the time. You had no idea, you know. One night it could be a booker. One night it could be, you know, your next wife. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Now, we both love that club, and we are working on a pilot together called Life's Laugh Lessons about a comedy class. And we did a lot of shooting there at Scotty's. And I think it's because it really feels like a comedy club. Your picture's on the wall there. Yes, that's well. That only lowers the property value, but <laughs> um, yes, um, we we it does feel like a club. It, it yeah. absolutely feels like a club. Um, and we did do a lot of shooting, and and hopefully uh, within the next uh, few months, that project is going to be launched off the ground, and and we'll be talking about that on your show and and, and other places, many other places, because uh, I think it's going to be a great project. Yeah, me too. And it's all about getting on TV, which you are no stranger to. You've been all over TV. Uh, let's see. Vinyl. Vinyl was on HBO, and I think that was a pretty big deal. Uh, tell me about that. Scorsese's involved. Jagger's involved. Yeah, Martin Scorsese, uh, Mick Jagger produced it. The show, show is about the rock and roll industry um, on the record company side of the rock and roll industry mm -hmm. uh and took place in 1973 which was where the show took place um bobby cannavale was the star ray romano was on the show yeah um there was there was so many stars it, if you if you just google it you know vinyl uh it lasted one season unfortunately and um which has been the <laughs> The crutch of my career in acting is like everything I get on has been canceled, okay. oh, <laughs> like right after I get on it. Um, but I it was the a, perfect it, guy to do a pilot with, right? Yeah. Well, hopefully this will be our this will be the charm. This yeah. will be the charm. Life's last lessons, right? Right. Um, 
but yeah, so it was it was fantastic working in that environment with uh, with I know I never got to meet Scorsese or Mick Jagger. They weren't oh. on on location when we were shooting, um, but the show was shot in in Brooklyn, New York, and um, it was just a great experience. I, I got to meet and work with uh, Ray Romano, and and uh, he's a, I was I'm always been a big fan of him, and yeah, uh, one of the nicest guys in the business. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, professional, great. Uh, it was a great experience, and I wish—I only wish it, it, it would have lasted into uh, into more seasons. Yeah, you were also on Kevin Can Wait, and uh, you, you bumped into a bunch of people out. You got to be good friends with a bunch of people out there too, right? Yeah, well, I'm friends with Kevin. What happened was they roasted a comedian, a famous comedian on Long Island. I'm from New York, so there's a famous comedian on Long Island named Richie Minavini. Richie yeah. is like the godfather of. Long Island comedy. He was like he the first guy to open multiple comedy clubs as a comedian and be very friendly to other comedians. He fanned the flames on the career of Ray Romano, Kevin James, a guy named Rock Rubin, uh, who became the head writer for all of those shows. Mm -hmm. uh, through Richie, I met Kevin James. Uh -huh. And the first thing I did with Kevin James was uh, More Cop 2. He asked me to be in More Cop 2. Um, oh, I was yes, in that film. That's right. Yeah, I was in that film in 2014, and then a few years later, um, he he was doing that show on CBS. Uh, Kevin can wait, and he had called me. The best part about working with Kevin is I don't have to audition. He calls me when the part's right. Hey, do you want to do this? Are you available? Yes, I'll do it. And you do it. You. Where everything else, you got to go through auditions and aggravation. And but uh, but I Kevin's very good to um, to me and to a lot of comedians. Now, you've got uh, comedy specials out there, too. And right now, streaming on Amazon Prime is uh, a comedy special called What's the Worst That Could Happen? Uh, it's very funny, but I made sure to watch it all the way to the end, let all the credits roll, or you miss out, right? Yeah, with Amazon, you got to get it played fully through to get the full six cents. <laughs> that is crazy. It's yeah, I know. So I always tell people, just put it on loop when you go to work and let it play all day. Um, <laughs> but actually, to be honest with you, I've I've surprisingly done really well with like, like if you're getting like if you're getting six to ten cents for the for the fifty two minutes, mm -hmm. and you get a check for like twenty two bucks, that means a lot of people had to watch it. <laughs> yeah, so, it, um, it it doesn't add up, but it has to add up for it to yeah. add up. So I I'm not in it. I'm in it. I'm not. In, I mean, that's special. I'm not in it for the residuals, for the money. I'm in it for the exposure and for the following. And yeah. you know what? It's been. It was released in. I, I believe we released that in 2018. Okay. 2018 or 2019, but I think it was 2018. So that one was released in 2018, and since then, it's actually built a following and, and done well. But as a comedian, and you know this, you do stand up. You you move on from from where you were so like I, that was a different guy back then so as much as i want people routine. to watch that i want them to watch new stuff because i've evolved in my life and i bring my new life into my act every time yes so let's do that let's fast forward to today the most current burning thing is you certainly you right now have a comedy special on that new app called dry bar dry bar comedy um what is the name? Of, what's the name of your dry bar comedy special? So the name of my special is Just Be Happy, okay. and uh, it's on Dry Bar. You go to drybarcomedy.com. Dry Bar is an app. Like I said, you can download it to your phone. You can download it to your device, whatever your device is. Um, and 
there is a there's a monthly fee to watch it. But by downloading the app, if you use promo code Chris Monty, right? M O N T Y Chris Monty C H R I S one word. Use one that code. You, that that makes me get the the few the few clams, the few shekels, the the change that that dry bar will send me for people signing up because of me. But even though you sign up because of me, you watch my special, which I want you to do. You can also watch any comedian on there, and there's a thousand comedians. And call there's there's tons of comedians you know that have specials on there, yeah. um, and they're very funny. I've watched. I mean, just since. I got involved with Dry Bar. I must have watched about 25 specials of other comedians, and they're and they've been fantastic. And there are 25 minutes each, so it's an easy watch, you know. And one of the good things about Dry Bar is it's month to month. You don't sign up for the year or something. You can drop, like you can. You can drop. You can sign up one month at a time, and then or you can sign up. They're coming out with deals where you can do three months, six months, a year if you want. But they also have the one month. I, I don't know what the I, I don't want to give the number. I don't know how how much it is, but yeah, um, it's not expensive. And you know what? It's twenty five minutes because normally when we were growing up, uh, you know, comedy special was an hour. You know, so guy had yeah. an HBO special. Yeah. it's an hour, and that's fine. That's great when you're gonna sit in, you know, watch Netflix or watch Amazon Prime or or watch HBO on Saturday night with the wife. You know, you watch the hour special, but these are twenty five minute specials. So maybe it takes you twenty five minutes on your train ride to work. Boom. Yeah, you can plug in your phone, get your Bluetooth in your ear, and watch a special. You know. Okay, so it's Dry Bar Comedy. This Dry Bar Comedy special is called Just Be Happy, and the promo code is all one word: Chris Monty. Everyone knows how to spell Chris M O N T Y. Thank you, sir. Yes. Now, how can people find you out there on the internet? I mean, we've given them some leads, right? But how can people find you out on social media and stuff? What What are your Chris- your Twitter grams well, and snap. Yeah, well, Chris Monty, ChrisMontyLive.com is my website. Um, and from my website, on my homepage of my website, has a one-click away, you know, a link, picture link to uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. which Twitter is at ChrisMontyLive. Uh, my Instagram is ChrisMontyLive. And then my um, my Facebook page is uh, Chris Monty Comedian, Writer, Actor. So, uh, but if you go to chrismontylive.com, you not only get a quick link, one click away to go to any social media site, you mm-hmm. also get my tour dates and where you can see me at Scotty's, at Las Vegas, at Atlantic City, wherever I'm performing. All the tour dates are there, and you can click from there and go and buy tickets. Okay, so that's chrismontylive.com. Yes, okay, sir. now, Chris, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie with us at the same time as we do here in the studio. We're all going to press, press play at the exact same moment. So why don't you go ahead, Chris Monty, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one, go! That was a great segment, Carl. Scary, scary lion. Yeah, well, I, I didn't come to see a lion. I came to see Wild in the Streets with hippies. You ain't lying. Ah, <sighs> Leo. Sorry. All right, we start off with fireworks. Yeah, because Shelly Winters is getting talked into doing it by her new husband, and she doesn't want to do it, and she doesn't want to have a boy no matter what. Just please don't make it a boy. Uh-huh. That's it's what she's. Boy. Oh, it's a boy. There we go. Oh, wow. Flatow, Junior. Flatow. Flatow. Junior. Yeah. Oh, 
No, was this 1950? I guess. Wah, yeah. baby boom. <laughs> Their parents are like, okay, boomer. Wow. Was he watching sex? No, he, well, <clears throat> yes, it's, it's once again, Shelly Winters resisting, Mrs. Flatow resisting Mr. Flatow. And he's, she's saying, <clears throat> when he grows up, I'm going to tell him how awful men are. So he won't hurt some little girl or whatever, you know, take advantage. So here's wow. Max now, maybe six, taking right. advantage. Oh, with his mom in the room. Here we go. Dirty, dirty boy. Bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, so these are flash. This is character building. Now here's Greg Brady. Where? Holy shit. Yeah. And it's pre-Brady Bunch. And it's him, uh, you know, our hero as a kid. It's Max as a kid. Hey, he must have wore the same shirt in the Brady Bunch. Yeah. He said, Gumby, can I borrow your shirt? Gumby. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Greg. Pokey. That sounds like pokey. Oh, well, all right. Let me do my pokey then. Oh, so yeah. Oh, oh, no. They're, they're being, yeah, no, you need the plastic on it. The dog's going to shit on her. They let the dog in the house. Oh, There's no. Shelly Winters. She, we Mrs. Flatow is furious. Said, I don't like the husband. Ooh. All right. Are they leaving? Ooh. Okay. Now, oh, no. Acid, huh? Here he is, like, 20-whatever. 29. No, no. Like, 23 or something. And uh, Mom is very comfortable with the acid. Oh, so he's like a mama boy acid maker? I yeah, Not a mama's boy, No. But I don't know. I just think it's weird that Shelly Winters, she's been freaking out this whole movie over whatever she sees. Oh, is she going to take it now? No. By the way, do you, when you're making acid, it's best to wear, like, surgical gloves when you're holding the uh, sugar cubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, one of my favorite uh, Grateful Dead stories is that when they were living, like, at the beginning, the, the band started. They were in San Francisco with this. They were living in a place that was making acid, and that's all they breathe. They breathe. In the, yeah, like you know, you wake up and you're in a, room, a house that where they they make acid, and you can just so uh, they perpetually tripping. Yeah, basically. Wow. I thought so that's interesting. Found dynamite too. Wow, what kind of lab? Like I didn't realize. I thought this was like a suburban home, Carl. He had it like is. a bunker. The basement. My, does your basement have uh, an acid lab and also no. an explosive lab? No, and you see the dynamite? I mean, no, we don't have dynamite. And and well, my mom would not be cool with it. Well, you know, in my house, it was, it was cool with the acid, but she was not cool with the explosives. Sure, we had the acid, but acid and explosives, not really. Oh, man. Is he tripping? Mama, Papa, screw off me. Well, now the thing is, we don't know. It seems unprovoked, his freaking out. He's running away from home is essentially what he's doing, and that's how he's saying goodbye. He's going to have them come home to a wrecked-up house. But it doesn't... Now, look, <laughs> he's the in the front, 
but right. it blows up in the back. Also, man, I, I, last time I put dynamite in a car, I ran like hell. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It blew up in the back. Backseat explosive. Uh, that was... That's dad Chevy. You know, didn't you see the no exploding on Sunday sign by the yeah, curb? Right. But the thing is... Um, oh, American yeah, International Picture. But the quality. thing is, like, there is no reason for him to... We didn't really see any trauma. You know, it was just like, it's 1968, so kids ran away from home. You know, we didn't really have a... We don't really well, have what? a good reason. Her, his father was sexually harassing, uh, assaulting her mother. Mother is domineering and, and smacking him. Wild in the street. Yeah, oh, go ahead. You're going to make the first wild in the streets, wild in the... The sheets joke. Uh -huh. Richard Pryor. I know. And Hal Halbrook. Together at last. Oh, and Larry Bishop, that asshole. Yeah. He made a... We saw him in a movie, didn't we? He always played bikers, and then he made Hell Ride, which he directed, and Quentin Tarantino produced, and had a lot of, like, famous people. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah. Christopher Walken and all that type of like anyone whose face looked wrinkly and bicycly, they were in it. <laughs> and I remember at the end, they all get killed, but he, no, he gets killed. Dennis Hopper's in it. He's riding a bike. Hell ride. Now, I have to tell you the ending. Okay. Yeah, Hell please. ride. He gets stabbed, but it was a fake stunt prop gun or, and he, a uh, knife and he walks away. Like he okay. faked his own death. Interesting. And yeah. That's oh, a way to exit. I, I, I'm one of those assholes who talks over the band, by the way. So my apologies to Barry Marin and Cynthia. Well, well, go ahead and give it a listen for a second. We're really just hearing very bland, sticky stuff. Yeah. I wonder, I was born that year, the movie, so I wonder if it was earlier in the year. Maybe my parents went on a date. <laughs> right? Saw Wild in the uh, Streets. Yeah. Wilder in the Sheets. Well, Nine months later. <laughs> you were born. So, yeah. listen, they, this is, like, of the day. Like, there was that whole thing about, like, don't trust anyone over 30. That's what this whole movie's about. They just think if you're young, you're great. And if you're old, you shouldn't be around. I don't know. Well, you know, it does remind me of Gas with its S S S S S S from Roger Corman, where the idea was that it was a hippie universe because everyone died who was over 30 and it was only young kids. And there was also yeah. Logan's Run, I guess, where you die when you turn 30. Right. Well, you don't die. You get rejuvenated or some crap. Oh, right. You get rejuvenated. I can't wait, Carl. Yeah. Eight more years and then I'll get rejuvenated at age 30. Now, people agree with you about gas. Wild in the Streets was released on VHS in the late 80s. And in 2005, it appeared on a DVD on Midnight Movies Disc with 1971's Gas. What a great double feature because they both are about obsessed about age because yeah. this movie, he becomes president before age 35. Right. Which is unconstitutional. I have, Your Honor. Uh, yeah. We should in go to the Supreme movie, Court and argue this, this movie, movie. They amend the Constitution like that. It doesn't make sense, as if it's a vote in Congress. What's this guy's gimmick? Does he have a hook? He's got a hook. 
How'd you know? Uh, well, I think you fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. He's the trumpet player. It's Whoa, like, how are they rolling? What are they rolling a joint in a sandblaster? They're going to, like, sand down the wood and roll a joint? I don't think so. I think that's ticker tape because he's a rich man. No, but I think he's he's rolling a joint with ticker tape. No, it's a coincidence. He also had a joint in his hand. Those are one of those like roll your own joint machines that never work. Yeah, they never worked. It's like a uh, orange plastic like yeah you uh, get loop. This loose. Uh, that guy's 15, and he's, like, got 186 IQ, and he's the financial advisor. He turned down, like, all these companies who wanted to hire him. He graduated college at 15. And this is being narrated by the guy who did the trailer? Uh, You know, it says that the narration is uncredited. I didn't write it. It did well, say a name, but I didn't write but- it down. In the sense of the story, where does this narration narrator comes from? Uh, in the beginning, it's just telling you. There's Richard Pryor. It's yeah. just telling you all the cast members of his entourage and giving their name, their ages. Like he's only fourteen. Oh, which is not true. So one of the one of the entourage is a, a Asian woman who gets back massages. Yes. Wow. All right. And then my parents had sex, and nine months later, I was conceived. Uh-huh, conceptually. Now, this Richard Pryor is uh, the drummer. And uh, what's ironic is there's a line in this movie in which the brilliant one, who's only 15, they ask him, when, you know, when do you want to die? And he goes, 30, man. And <laughs> the thing is, in real life, he did die, like, just six days after his 30th birthday. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I just, it's ironic, I guess. Right. I, well, I did see that on That's Ironic, one of my favorite shows from the 80s with Skip Severson and John Davidson and yeah. Fred Williams. Uh, Fred Williams. Now, this song is all about uh, people under 30 are 53% of the country. 50%. Yeah, 53%. Have you 50. seen or? I had the soundtrack. You know, this movie, uh, I've read about this movie a hundred million times, and I knew about this movie, and I never had an opportunity to see it. And I think it finally, yeah, it finally got on DVD and finally got on VHS. And yeah. It was like, you know, but again, like, let's say you are renting videos, video cassettes. Blockbuster's not going to carry it. <laughs> No. You would have to, you would have to go to your Lost Weekend or Leather Tongue or you know uh, uh, Kim's Video in New York City and get it. Yep. And then when you do, you're disappointed. You just spent like four bucks on a shitty movie for the sixties. <laughs> now Shelley Winters is going to see her own son has gone on to be a rock star on TV, and she's going to freak out that she's she's going to be a celebrity, and they're going to be rich. Really? They don't seem, they seem pretty nonplus about their house. Oh, I love what she's got. Remember those things, Susan? Uh, the Thigh Master? The Thigh Master. Yeah, thank you for finishing my thought. But this is before that time. This is the Armpit Master. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really important to air out your armpits before bed. <laughs> you know, when I put on Johnny Depp's perfume under my armpits, I like to air it out afterwards. 
you see that thing she's got around her chin? The, yeah. The, yeah, so it would be really tight. And the concept is every night you pull your chin up. <laughs> Even back then, there people were obsessed by their chin. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. We'll be on the midnight special. Right, right. Now, this guy, Barry Shear, the director, he was a TV director. This was his first film. He'd go on to make three or four more, but then he'd just go back to TV. I mean, there was critical acclaim. This thing made four times its budget, but it wasn't Which exactly is great. a blockbuster. Yeah, I thought it was great, so why? Okay. Well, cause yeah, I think it's a little too, like, it's satire, right? Or, like, it has a... It's very strange because when youth movies kind of kicked ass in the 60s, like when, yeah. like, Easy Rider, of course, but just, like, a lot of biker crap, it was movies that seemed like, you know, older people were, like, making making fun of hippies. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Generational things. So I, it's hard to tell where this comes from. Now, this, this director did Across 110th Street. Oh, I love that movie. Carl, yeah. have you seen that? Yeah, it's black exploitation. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also it's classic. I hate to spoil the end. Someone gets shot in the head and they zoom up. They zoom up to his head getting shot and goes, and freeze frame. <laughs> I won't tell you who it is. Okay. Yafe Koto. Right at the end. <laughs> you really got into the spirit of spoiling, just like me. Yeah. I saw um, Titanic the other night with uh, Leonor Leardo with DiCaprio. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the ship sinks at the end. Spoiler. And, uh, and in the middle. And in the middle? The ship You know, actually, the, 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 does, does it start sinking towards the end? In the middle, I mean? Like, that's half the movie. No. Oh, uh, you mean, yeah, you mean like, okay, we've sprung a leak, we're going Yeah, we've sprung a leak, we're going down. There's yeah, no, yeah, there's no way right. we could be saved. You're right. We are sinking. You know how much we're sinking? We're the fucking Titanic. We're the Titanic of sinking. <laughs> the Cadillac of sinking. Oh, they're going to go see their son perform well, at the yeah, Her husband is reluctantly going along because she's very enthusiastic about it. Is he looking for a t-shirt like a wife beater? Um, listen, why do you think, I mean, you used the term sexually assaulting. Didn't, like, didn't you say, like, be, he, he, she didn't want to have sex, and he was like, uh, he was kind but, of going. Yes, but you see, the whole thing of that was Shelly Winters is a cuckoo bird. That was the whole thing. The, oh, I got the you. wife is neurotic, and they just got married, okay? I mean, it's their honeymoon, you know what I oh. mean? Like, yeah, if I didn't know, I didn't know that. If you're going to do it, it's on your honeymoon. Okay, so this guy's running for Congress. Now, you can see uh, he's Senator Fergus. It's Hal Holbrook. Um, who looks? Who actually looks like Hal Holbrook, where everyone else looks like young Richard Pryor. And, uh, uh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he looks very young. He was in uh, 